0: Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for his goodness. The Word of God declares that God is good and we also testify that our God is good. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father this morning. But before the Word of God comes, be blessed by this song by the one and only Shirley Caesar as she sings, Yes Lord, Yes. God bless you. Praise the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. This is what we say to him every day. And we are blessed. Once we stand in agreement with the word of God, we are blessed. Amen. Because his word is his will and his will is good. Beloved, this morning, I bring you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father to set you off in this new year 2024 and the title of my message is to set a new pace and order for your life it's a word of encouragement to help you set a new pace and order for your life amen your life beloved is the most important thing you have that is your living your being alive is more important than anything else because once you have life there's no end or there's no limit to what you can do or what God can do through you or for you. Amen. I'm reading to you from the Psalm 119, the verse 56 to 60. It says, this is how I spend my life. Obey your commandments. Lord, you are mine. I promise to obey your words. With all my heart, I want your blessing. Be merciful as you promise. I ponder the direction of my life and I turn to follow your laws. I will hurry without delay, to obey your commands. Amen. That this is a formula for success, a formula for progress, a formula for prosperity, a formula for longevity, a formula for peace, a formula for joy, a formula for a, a good marriage, good relationship. It's the formula. Amen. A great formula. That is obeying the word of God spend our lives obeying the commandment of god turn the direction of our lives or turn in the direction of the word of god in our lives amen now the psalm 119 is very special and you know in the word of god whenever anything stands out like this it means that there's there's uh, an emphasis that is being placed upon it and the psalm 119 is the longest psalm in the bible Amen. And it's very significant in that it holds a lot of wisdom and counsel concerning the word of God. The psalmist uses the words like precept, testimony, commandments, law, righteous judgments, statutes, and many more to refer to the word of God, the written word of God, the Bible that you have in your hands. Amen. And we know by the word of God in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, that the word of God, the Bible says, is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit and of the joint and the marrow and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen. The New Living Translation breaks it down of course, it says, for the word of God is alive and powerful It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow and it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. The Word of God is living, it is active, it is sharp, amen, to be able to divide between soul and spirit because, you see, between the soul of a man and the spirit of man, it's just a fine line. You know, it flows into one another, very fine line. But the Word of God is able to divide the soul and the spirit. That is why through the Word of God, somebody can receive Christ, somebody can be convicted of sin, somebody can be healed, somebody can be changed because even if, the problem is in the is this is the soul. Once the spirit man receives the word of God and mounts up in strength, that thought or that thing that is affecting the soul, which is affecting the body, can be changed. Amen. So the word of God is powerful. There's nothing that can change the life of any person for good as the word of God can. There's a Methodist hymn which says that the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. The vilest offender who truly believes the word of God, that moment he believes, he receives a pardon and he's a changed man, he's a different man, hallelujah. So the word of God is powerful and there's nothing like the word of God. The word of God declares that the world was framed by the word of God and the word of God is potent and powerful and this power cannot be denied. Is by that word that God created the heavens and the earth. And Jesus also said that the word is spirit and it is life. Amen. The life that we have, our living, comes from the spirit of God within us, who is also the spirit of life. Amen. The word is Christ and Christ is the word. Amen. And by the living word of God, beloved, everything can change and be moved. Amen. Now, the life we live here on earth is bound by time. Everyone living right now is living in a time frame. It's living in a time frame. Our existence here on earth is time bound. Amen. And that time, the limits of that time is being born and dying. You are born into this world, but a time will come when you will die. That is a physical death. But Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one to two says this to us. To everything, there's a season. And to everything, there's a purpose under the the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted." He said, there's a time to be born and a time when death will come. But they said, it's a season and there's a purpose so to your time given here on earth there's a purpose to your time here on earth you are here for something you are here to do something there's a purpose and there's also seasons in, within that time in which you have seasons of the ds different happenings in your life the different occurrences major events minor events and all those things are seasonal in one season you were younger and could do this. In another season, you are more mature and could do that. The Apostle Paul said, when I was young, I thought differently. But now that I'm older, I'm wiser. Amen. But wisdom is given to all, really, old or young. But then I'm talking about seasons in our lives. To, to every one of us, we have a timing. We're in a time, and there's a season, and there's a purpose. Amen. And if that is so, then we ought to know that there's something we have to do. There's something we really have to do with the time in which we we are in, and our seasons, bear in mind that we are in a time frame. You know, we rejoice at a birth. When somebody gives birth, we rejoice. And when somebody dies, we mourn. We rejoice at a birth and mourn at a death. You see, because birth is a beginning which has great opportunities ahead. When someone is born, oh, it's like a clean slate new opportunity, I'm fresh to do so much with your life. While death, on the other hand, means an end to every earthly activity. So when a person dies, you can no longer do anything to help yourself, your community, your family, your nation or the world in which you lived. When you are dead, you are dead. <laughs> That's it. So then the opportunities are over at the time of death. And everything at that time, cast casting stone. And then they refer to you as the late so-and-so. The late so-and-so. And you become worse, not is, past tense. Amen. So there's a time frame between your birth and your death. That must be spent well. Because a time is coming, as Jesus said, when no man can work. He says, I, I must work the works of my father while it is still day. Because then time is coming, the night is come when no man can work. For those who died yesterday, the night has come. It's over. Sunset has come. But to the living, oh, hallelujah, to the living, and we are the living, to the living, the word of God will come to you to help you, to strengthen you, to encourage you, to lead you, to guide you, to give you direction, to impart wisdom, to strengthen, to encourage the word of God will come to you as it's coming to you this morning. Right here from your father's heart amen so the time frame we have on earth the time we have in it must be spent well and beloved you know something we are the ones you are the only one i am the only one who can determine the course of my life and how it should end it doesn't matter the attacks it doesn't matter the ill things that happen because sometimes in life you can go through a very hard patch which is of no fault of your own, but it just comes. The Bible also talks about that, that trouble comes without provocation. It can come like that. You know, but even to the trouble, there's still the word of God to help you out of the trouble. And that is why I'm saying that you and I, we are the ones who determine the course of our life and how it should end. So the psalmist says in Psalm 119, going back to our script, he said, this is how I spend my life, by obeying, obeying your word, your commandments. Then he says, Lord, you are mine. I promise to obey your words. With all my heart, I want your blessings. Be merciful to me as you promised. I ponder the direction of my life and I turn to follow your laws. So this is like a man who has led a certain kind of life and then comes into realization that no, maybe this is not how I should go because things are not going as I should. So he says, this is how i spend the rest of my life. Obey your commandment, That it may be well with me because I want your blessing. I need you to be merciful to me. I pointed the direction of my life. Hallelujah. See, there's a way that we must spend our lives. You know, when you think of your life as money, which runs out and cannot be replaced. For example, just think about it. Your life is like some uh, money. It could be a vault full. It could be a basket full. It could be a room full of money, which when spent, you take it out, it it cannot be replaced. So as you're taking it out, it's, it's dwindling, okay? And it cannot be replaced. You will learn in time to spend that money judiciously, carefully, well thought out, wisely. You will spend that money to profit, to profit you and to profit others. You won't waste it. You will just give it over to anybody just because. You don't allow anybody to steal it either. And you don't allow anybody to, to have access to that money that when spent cannot be replaced. You be careful with it. And you invest wisely. You do good things with it. So that when it's done, when it's finished, you know that you did the best with it. But you see, sometimes because we just have life, sometimes we forget that we are in a frame. And sometimes life challenges also come up so hard that we just don't know what to do. But I believe the word of God. The word of God is true. And God has given us solution and answers to everything in our lives. The psalmist is saying that he spends his life, he will spend his life by obeying God's word, God's commandment. That is what God says to do and what God says not to do. He said, I will obey your words. Obedience, beloved, in life is key. You know, the, the struggle that many of us go through in life is our inability to follow the law of God. Something we are under grace, so the law doesn't matter. No, Jesus didn't come to 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 abolish the law, but he came to fulfill it. That the law is no longer written on tablets, but it's written in our hearts. Amen. And so when people get into trouble, sometimes, not all the time, it's because of you know the inability sometimes to, to obey. Or, or But some people also find the law restricting and the, the, the obedience that they ought to have to God's law, God's word, it becomes burdensome. And then we also have the enemy, the tempter, the deceiver also knocking at our door continually, bringing all kinds of suggestions, all kinds of temptation, all kinds of desires that will often make us want to go aside the law of God. Sometimes the deception, like as he did to Eve, is so strong that we just fall into it. But to all these things also, there's a word of God to help us. Amen. So, you see, when we find it easy or not easy to obey the word, live by the word, is because there's an agenda of the enemy to destroy us. Jesus said, the thief command number for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I'm come that you have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus wants and has pay the price for us to have an abundant life but obedience is key amen when we obey god's word it's for our safety it's for our well-being as well as the safety and the well-being of others around us you can imagine a lawless place a lawless country where everybody can do whatever they like no law no restriction so somebody can just get up get to the street and butcher people somebody can just get on the street and knock people over and nothing. It will be chaotic. Without law, there can be no order. And without order in life, beloved, lack of order is chaos. And we want—we don't want chaos on the street. We don't want lack of order in, in a place. In the same way, we should not want chaos in our lives and not want lack of order in our lives. And if that is so, so then we must put our lives in order. On course, on course, according to the word of God, Hallelujah! Obedience is better than sacrifice. The bless of God is upon our lives, and Bible says the bless of God makes rich, and no sorrow is added to it, Hallelujah! But when you are blessed and you don't take heed to God's word, you have problems, you have trouble, trouble upon trouble. Job said, "I did nothing; trouble came to me. Trouble wants to come." And so when you don't obey the word oh then it's easy for the enemy to come with trouble trouble such as you've never ever imagined but when we consider our ways and that's what the bible says that consider your ways and see how things are going on he like, said i considered my ways and i saw how things are going on how, we must question ourselves daily how are things going on in our lives is it well with us without blaming somebody by looking at our own self as in the mirror, the mirror of the word. Think, what is going on in my life? What is going wrong? What is my part in it? And then, you know, be owning up to our part in it. Turn around. He says, I consider my, my ways and I turn my feet onto your testimonies. That I think about my life and I realize that no, this won't profit me. So I'll change my course. I'll change the course of my life, I'll change my actions, and I'll do it quickly. (laughs) I'll do it hurriedly. That means no time to waste because, as I said in the beginning, we are in a time frame. So, beloved, this word of encouragement is very instructional. It 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 is a word coming to help us to move forward and in the right direction because we surely need a change in our lives. We need things to happen. We need things to be better. And the word of God has been given. His power back in it for you to bear with you, your family, your house, your home, your mind, everything. Because God's word is that you prosper. His will is that you do well. He will not hold back from you. Let's do our part and let the blessing of God that makes rich really add no sorrow to our lives. May the Lord bless you. Let me pray over you. In the mighty name of Jesus, this one, beloved, I pray over you. And I pray that this word has come to you will bring solution and change to your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, may the Spirit of God help you to turn your feet in the right direction, to yield in obedience to the Word of God, and to receive the fullness of all that God has destined for your future. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Now, if you are not born again, the first instruction for you is this give your life to Jesus, turn your heart to Jesus, surrender your life to him. He is the one who brings and gives us life. So pray after him. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive of for all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. God richly bless you. You pray this prayer. You are saved. You are born anew. It's a new season it's a turnaround, anointing come upon your life, and just move in the direction of the word of God and the will of God and see things, major great things happen. God bless you. Have a great day. But remember, please share this good word. Share it. Share it with others. Let others be blessed. Let us all be blessed together. God bless you for sharing. God bless you. I see you tomorrow. <laughs>